Hello, family. What's up, fellow gang? What's going on today? What's going on? <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Yo, yo, another another episode of the Fellow Podcast. Yes. Man, we're we a couple episodes in now, ain't it? A few. More than a couple. Man. Have y'all have y'all been enjoying the episodes, man? Let us know if um what y'all been thinking. Yeah, has this been helping anybody? Yeah. Give us some feedback. We love the feedbacks. Talk to us. It's the it, community. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, man. We love love what we get the chance to do here. Love everybody that taps in, man. And And we love when y'all reach out to us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Most definitely. Um today on today's lovely episode, we're gonna talk about talk about something that's been happening in my personal life, man. Mm. So, I don't know about y'all, but like, I love potato chips. <laughs> I you do. do. I do. I genuinely sure love potato chips, man. I had I've had potato chip phases. What was your potato chip basis? Like, first it was Doritos. Like, I love Doritos, mm-hmm. but that got, like, a little too bad. I realized, like, every time I ate it, you know what I'm saying, I would break out. I'd get a pimple or something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, maybe if I do the Lay's kettle cook, mm-hmm. you know, it'll cut down on, on the pimples. And it cut down a little bit, but I still was getting, you know, a few a few pimples, man. So even, like... I tried to do the Lay's baked, and it just they just ain't put enough salt on that for me. So you went from the Doritos, then you tried to go healthier. Then you went back unhealthy because then you started getting the, the LeBron spicy. <laughs> no, I did that one time. <laughs> I did that one time. But all that to say, like, you know, I love chips, man, but I understand that it's not the best for my, for my face. Mm. So I had went some time without eating chips. Right, I went some time and then I, I just kind of fell off the wagon, started eating it again. I remember I woke up one morning and I looked in the mirror and I had the fattest pimple, like dead smack in the middle of my face. And this, this how my relationship with God worked, man. Like in that moment, I promise you, like I felt God speak to me, and He said, "You think you can eat what you want and it not show?" <laughs> and in that moment, man, it was just like, it was big. Mm-hmm. It was big, bigger than just the pimple because in my personal, personal life at this time, I remember I was feeling kind of, uh, maybe kind of distant a little bit from God. I wasn't necessarily reading as much as I should have been. I wasn't really, you know, spending, making time to to, to hear from him or mm-hmm. pray or like, even the things that I was watching wasn't necessarily like godly. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Uh, and not just, when I say godly, like it was probably in opposition. You get what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, I remember like God using this pimple to pretty much <laughs> speak to what was going on in my personal life of like, you can't just eat what you want. And expect it not to show in your life. Yeah. So do you, go ahead. I was just, I was getting off topic. I no. was just going to say, I think it's beautiful how God speaks to people in different ways. And one of the ways he speaks to you is through the most random things. Like you can be driving down the street and see a tree and get a message from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so 
God speaking to you through pimples. I mean, I think he speaks to a lot of people through different things. We yeah, just gotta, in different ways. We just gotta, we're just not aware yeah. that he's speaking, you yeah. know. But, um, yeah, so it brought me to this thought of, like, when we think about just food in general, like, you know, it's some food you eat that, like, can make you sluggish, tired. Um, I've heard some people say, like, they eat, like, candy bars and get depressed. Really? I don't know. It's probably the reason why they're eating it. But to For say, me, I eat cheese and I get pimples. You get pimples? Cheese does it for me. So everybody has their different things. Mm-hmm. But then there's some food we could say that we eat that, like, makes you feel light, energized, mm-hmm. right? And this isn't, like, this is not like a food, what you should eat, man. Eat what your heart desires. It's not that. But what I'm saying is we can say that there's, like, good food mm-hmm. and then there's, like, bad food. Yeah. And in the same way, I, f- I just feel like in life, that can apply, that principle can apply beyond food, like the things that we intake, right? So whether we can talk about like a lot of us, what we intake is entertainment a lot of the times. Yeah. So it can be music, it can be movies, TV shows. A lot of us, what YouTube. we intake, a lot of us, what we intake is like uh, conversation. So like what conversations are we having? What people are like, are we letting pouring it? Or into our lives, Um, thoughts, what are we focusing on and meditating on? Like, is it good food or bad food? Is it it making us lighter and energized or is it like bringing us down and separation in our relationship with God and making us sluggish? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's good. What do do you think about that? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) You got no thoughts? I mean, I think that's facts. I think... I think I've experienced that in my personal life before. Like I would recognize I'm feeling more like down or more like, like, I don't know what other word to describe it other than like blah, like I would feel blah. And it would be in times where I I am distant from God and not spending as much time with him or feeding myself all, you know, when it happens, what? I notice when I, when I have my days where I like don't really have anything to do or anything like that, or I spend a bunch of time looking at stuff on YouTube or just like digesting people, like just digesting a bunch of different things at the end of it. I'll feel like, whoa, like boredom. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think it's easy to make certain decisions out of boredom. Well, yeah, that's true. Cause you said you ain't had nothing to do. So you're bored. Oh yeah. Like I was trying to fill the time and I filled the time with stuff that wasn't good. It wasn't bad necessarily, but it wasn't like, edifying because <laughs> because you like you said you had time and you wanted to fill that time because you was gonna yeah. fill the time with something yeah so when it come to food we gonna eat something yeah so we could choose whether it's gonna be like good food or bad food mm-hmm. but all that to say um i felt like god had brought me to this this place in scripture to two scriptures actually that i'm gonna read and it kind of even spoke more to it um so in galatians 6 7 even like at the beginning of this passage, it said we harvest what we plant. So it's like, you know, he just told me, you think you can eat what you want and not it, and expect it not to show. Mm-hmm. And then it's like we harvest what we plant. And I'm like, dang, you just like hitting it on the head. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So um, Galatians 6, 7 says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from their sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. 
Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. So from that alone, I just kind of was just getting a sense of like what I choose to engage in or what I choose to intake is going to show in my life. Right. Like just we harvest what we plant. Yeah. If I plant good, I get good. Mm -hmm. If I plant bad, I get bad. Mm -hmm. If I intake good food, I get good results. If I intake bad food, I get bad results. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so another verse that, excuse me, kind of spoke to it was Isaiah 55, uh, one and two. It says, is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me, and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. And like I said, all of this happened in the same time. So I just felt like it was like God just hitting it on the point. Mm -hmm. You know, like really getting me to open my eyes to like what I was doing. Um, You know, why pay for food that does you no good? You know, why spend your money on food that, that does not give you strength? And I'm looking at like, the movies I've been watching, and I'm like, man, it really ain't doing nothing for me. Yeah. You know. Because we don't realize that it really does, like, it. we absorb it. Yeah. We can look, we can re, re, or read, we can watch stuff and listen to stuff and think like, oh, it's not really doing anything, but you're you're taking it in, you're absorbing yeah. it, you're listening to it, you're meditating it on it, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like we can make, like, we'll probably sometime make another episode really diving on like those things but i feel like he brought those things to mind for me to go a different way with it in this episode and that is to answer this question or to bring to a light this for some people and like why is that important why is like what i eat important you know like it's my body right i should be able to if i want to get big and fat and be distant, I should be able to be big and fat and be distant, right? <laughs> and if I want to be healthy and be fit, I should be, but I should be able to make that choice, right? Mm. And I think this is important because of a few things. You got a, a verse that you was just talking about the other day that I think really hits on it. Um, pretty much just speaking about how our bodies, we are temples of the Holy Spirit, mm. right? how our bodies no longer belong to us, but God purchased us. Mm -hmm. um, so even understanding that, like, your body, you you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. You house the Holy Spirit inside of you, right? Mm -hmm. So God lives within you. Um, back in the, you had some? Yeah. What? I feel like you were about to say it, though. What? You were talk, about to talk about the temple back in the day. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, we were talking about this. We were having a conversation about how we are the temple of God, we're supposed to house his spirit, like he was saying. And when you think about the temple back in the day, they didn't, before Jesus came, their temple was where um, God dwelt. And the temple was this holy place. It was this holy place that was set apart and it, it had a certain order and had a certain structure. There was certain particular things that went on in the temple and that it, even down to the construction of the temple, like God gave specific instructions and details of how he wanted this temple to be laid out and how he wanted to be constructed and the materials that was in it and the materials of the, the objects and everything that was in there. Like it was a specific way and order that he wanted this temple set up. And now we're the temples. Like, so we can't just 
you know, like we have to be. Yeah, you know like the saying? temple, like yeah, like you said, like it's the, the temple was a sacred place. Yeah, and even I was even gonna go back before then to like when you know the tents, how you know the priests would pretty much go into the tent to. You would have one priest that would go into the tent to speak to God, to hear from God, and kind of get, come out and give the message to everyone. And just how that system, and even the temple system, when Jesus came, it all got erased. Mm. And now we have become the, the tent. Temple. We have become the temple for God's spirit. And I say all that to say, um, Matthew five thirteen, it says, You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a stand where it gives light. Wait. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. So, just speaking to the fact that we are like the the salt of this earth we are the light and salt of this earth right Mm -hmm. we have now a responsibility to be a reflection of god to those around us Mm -hmm. um speaking to the fact of like for god to to do what he fully wants to do in our lives like we have a responsibility to allow him to do those things and it's tough to not be uh, set apart, so to speak. It's tough to intake things that are against God mm-hmm. and then reflect God. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. Um, Even to the temple tent analogy, like, it was holy, it was set apart. Certain things weren't allowed in. in yeah. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, but, but again, that's that's like another episode. We're only going that way because... I think a lot of us need to know that's important. Why is that important? Because God has a mission. And that makes me want to speak about, like, the mission of God. And the mission of God that he set before we were born, like, the mission that he gave to Adam and Eve, and the mission that, like, God has given to us now. Mm-hmm. Like, as as believers, like, we have a mission. And I think a lot of us don't know that we have a mission. Mm-hmm to fulfill so um we're gonna talk about the mission after break (laughs) welcome back fellow family welcome back guys man so yeah we are talking about the first part we were talking about uh you know harvesting what you plant and how there's good food there's bad food and we should be mindful of of what we're taking in because we are god's temple correct Mm mm-hmm and now we're talking about the mission of God. It sounds like it should have like a drum, a trumpet, a band behind that. You know what I'm saying? We need to load up our little, what are these? Yeah, maybe next season. I don't feel like doing all that. We have little things. We can play sound effects, but we don't use them. <laughs> but man, the mission of God. So uh, let's go back to the garden. And and like a little little nugget. It's so much you can learn from that garden, man. It's so much. If you go back to Genesis and, like, look at Adam and Eve before sin and just what God wanted to do, like, before things got twisted and corrupted, it's so much to, like, just know about 
identity. You know, we see what God create, who He created us to be. There, we see it's just so much. Mm-hmm. It's just so much. But um, if we go back to the garden, man, we see Adam and Eve walking with God in relationship with God. Um, and we see God give them these commands to go be fruitful and multiply, right? So in the Bible, in the beginning, it says that human beings, we were made in the image of God, right? So we see God saying that I created you in my image. Go make more people in my image image who will make more people in my image. So you're an image bearer. Make more image bearers who will make more image bearers. This is like the mission. This is what he gave to Adam and Eve. This is what he told them to do, right? Okay. Because of the fall, because of sin, they were separated from God because sin automatically takes us away from the presence of God, right? And we see all this take place. They end up getting put out of the garden. Um, Different things, different things happen. They get cursed, and all these different things take place. Now sin has entered the world, and it's running rampant all the way through the Bible. like All the way. (laughs) All the way, like sin don't get thrown out until like the end, like revelations when Jesus come back. That's when sin gonna get tossed in, the to, you know what I'm saying, and all that. Um. So yeah, we see them separated because of sin. So we see that the relation, the relationship that they once had was severed because of sin. And here we see why one of the reasons why we needed a savior, because there was no way to get this relationship back. We were sin, sin, like, so when we see Jesus died for our sins, we pretty much see the, he's an eternal sacrifice. He's an atonement for our sins. He pretty much paid the penalty that we were supposed to get because of our sins. Mm -hmm. And because he paid that price, we were then given a way to gain relationship back to God. Because without Jesus, we had no way of getting that relationship back. Mm-hmm. So even in the Old Testament, we see like God speaking to multitudes of people through one person or through a priest. Or through, mm-hmm. But now it says we are the temple of God. Mm-hmm. Because now he wants an intimate personal relationship with each of us individually. And we don't have to go. The person who we go through now is Jesus. He's the priest. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so... My bad, man. I'm really walking the notes through this one. But John 14 stamps that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. So just understand that I think that's this is why, and as believers, this is the importance of, like, being a Christian opposed to other religions. That, like, it's not just, like, you get to God through Jesus. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So, I mean, other religions, I'm not necessarily sure what they believe all the way. I'm not even here to really talk about what they believe all the way. But if it's if, if it's not through Jesus Christ, there is no other way through God. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no other way to God than through Jesus. So, it can't be this, uh, you know, everybody just believe what you want to believe and we all make it to heaven. First of all, my thing about that is, and I didn't even plan to go here, but let's talk about <laughs> it. All right. Heaven, first of all, is a biblical concept. We get it from the Bible. There is no heaven outside of the Bible. You get what I'm saying? So we can't just 
talk about heaven and say, yeah, we're going to be in heaven without following what the rest of the Bible say. Yeah. Like, if the Bible say you cannot reach heaven without Jesus, yeah. tell me how you're going to make it to heaven without Jesus. It's conditions. Like, you can't take certain things. You can't pick and choose what we want to take, you know, and I just see that a lot. So just understand that, like, if you're going to go as far as to believing in heaven, understand that the way to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Can we agree to that? Yeah. Okay. So we see this mission in the beginning of, like, going to be fruitful and multiplied, and we see Jesus come. We see him die on the cross. We see him raised again, and we see him now with his disciples. And before he goes, ascends to heaven, he gives them a mission, the Great Commission, and he tells them, Matthew 28, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So here we see the mission restored. We see Adam and Eve given a mission. Be fruitful and multiply. We see Jesus giving us a mission. Go, what is it? It says, make disciples of all nations. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And pretty much this speaks to the mission of God is for us to reflect his image here on earth and to go and make other disciples who will do the same. God wants to partner with you so that your life can be a living witness to the world around, bringing more people to himself through you and filling the kingdom of heaven, which removes people from the sentence of hell right so right now if 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 we just gonna be honest right now if everything was the end today thankfully it didn't right (laughs) thankfully we still here (laughs) right but if everything was the end today i mean we just got to speak to the fact that like there are some people that would probably end up in hell right a lot of people unfortunately but we have the opportunity now to spread the gospel spread the good news that we have a savior who came to give us life and life more abundantly that we have a savior who through faith in him we were given eternal life that death was defeated that like we don't have to fear dying because when we die from this life we move on to the next life when we see heaven coming in right when we see just understanding that like we like God loves you and he doesn't want you to die because going back to the garden, Adam and Eve were never meant to die. Yeah. It's because sin led to death. Right. Mm-hmm. So, man, it's so much in that. The enemy talking about, you know, God, you won't die if you eat that tree. But God told them you will surely die if you eat this tree. So even understanding like God, God made a rescue mission. God saved us from death mm-hmm. through Jesus. That's the good news. Like gospel means good news that the good news is so much like so much of us fear death because it's the unknown and god came and rescued us from that says you don't have to fear death because guess what when you die from this life you come to my kingdom with me and you dwell forever yeah eternity so man it's, it's just a beautiful picture but understanding that like right now without a relationship with jesus there's no other way to heaven. So hell is the destination. But if you're breathing, you have a chance to choose him, to accept him. And he takes anybody. He don't got no. He take anybody. He take anybody. <laughs> Your face. Anybody. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like somebody need to hear that. He take anybody. It don't matter what. Man, look, man, you ain't slept with enough people. Like you ain't you ain't sold enough drugs. Like you ain't man murderers. He. he he wants you. 
He wants you. Like this the is the person guy. who made half the New Testament was a murderer. Come on, man. This is the guy murdering that Christians. About. This is the guy that we talking about. Like, understand, like something is required of you. Repentance is required, meaning you can't keep living how you were living and come to God. But as you repent, as you turn to him, he will begin to do a work in your heart that will create you'll you'll be turned into a whole nother person, man. Like mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, I think people just need to know that, like, God is a loving God. Like, he is loving, and he wants a relationship with you. He wants to save you. And you got to understand first that we all needed a Savior. We all, nobody came into this world without needing to be saved. We all needed to be saved. All have sinned. All have fallen short. You know, but um, just understanding that, man. So understanding that they had a mission in the garden, and Jesus gave us a mission to go out and make disciples who would do the same. And um, just pretty much speaking to, like, God wants to show himself to the world around you through you, right? Mm-hmm. So, and how do we do that? Um, well, the two greatest commandments was to, one, love love the Lord with all your, your heart, heart, strength, your mind, soul. soul. I get them mixed up in order, but everything you got. Mm-hmm. And the second one, to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. God says, if you do those two things, you will fulfill all the commandments, right? So, like, some previous episodes, we talked about what love is and and what that looks like. So, just understanding, like, God wants to show himself through you to the world around you by the way that you love, by the way that you love. So, we got to go to the, how you reflect him, you know, like, man, so, like, I know some things we've we've been talking about in church was, like, holiness and and kindness and all the things that like the world just seems a lot of people in the world seem to lack right now Mm -hmm. um so yeah man as as believers i would just i don't know i don't know what we're gonna call this one it kind of was just its own thing Me either yeah i i was letting you i was a little quiet this one i was letting you go yeah it was its own thing but man like (laughs) i just hope that it touched someone it blessed someone just understand like you are not too far away Mm mm-hmm it don't matter how long you've been sinning, man. If you got breath in your lungs, God wants you today. And it's never too late to make that decision. So um, let's just pray. And uh, if it's anybody that feel prompted to, to follow me in this prayer, if anybody hasn't necessarily received Jesus as their Lord and Savior just yet, and you want to do that right now, I just ask that you follow us in this prayer. And uh, let's do it. Okay. So you can repeat after me. Jesus. Jesus. I believe that you are the Son of God. You're the Son of God. I believe that you are my Lord. I believe that you died on the cross and rose again for my sins. I believe that you died on the cross and rose again for my sins. Today I repent. Today I repent. I repent from the way I've been going. From the way I've been going. I repent from my old mindsets. Repent from my old mindsets. And I ask that you renew me. Ask that you renew. I make you and declare that you are the Lord and Savior of my life. I make you declare that you are the Lord and Savior of my life. And I will follow you for the rest of my life. And I will follow you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You made that decision. Congratulations. Yes. It's the best decision you'll ever make in your life. In your and, life. Um, man, we love you. Love you guys. God bless. See y'all next week.